Fika with Anika. The word fika is used as both a noun and a verb and is derived from the Swedish word for coffee. The Swedish coffee break is a moment to literally leave work behind. Taken at three in the afternoon, it's not a strategy for multitasking or for fitting in another mini-meeting. It's a chance to relax in the company of colleagues or friends. The key is to pause your day. So, brew up some coffee, grab a seat, and embrace Fika. I am so honored to have been able to interview Annie Ashby. I have been a longtime admirer of her. Uh, I know that she's been involved in the ANSA community uh, between uh, food banks, uh, Thimble Club, Community Hall, and other efforts. She is uh, definitely a role model for us all. Uh, she shared with me some documentation about the uh, Thimble Club. And I wanted to just read here a poem that was written by uh, Linda Hurst, uh, and she dedicated it to the Thimble Club. It's called Apple Time in Anza. It's apple time in Anza, so let's all gather round and start the celebration from the treetop to the ground. We'll pick them up all the apples, then bake them all up fresh. Make an apple cake, apple pies, and cider before we rest. We'll drink some juice and sing some songs, selling everything we made. It's apple time in Anza. Our town is on parade. If you have any questions for my guest, please send an email to programming at koyt971.org. Put Fika, F-I-K-A, in the subject, and please, in the body of the text, put your question uh, for my guest, and the next time that the guest is interviewed, we'll gladly answer your questions. Thank you for being a faithful listener. So I'd like to welcome my, my guest, uh, Annie Ashby. Annie is a ANZA resident, a uh, long time from what I understand. Fifteen years. Fifteen years, that's longer than me. And um, uh, I know Annie through her nonprofit work here in town. I, I know that she works with the Thimble Club, and she's got past history with other clubs, too. So, um, anyhow, I'm going I'm to just let you uh, take it from here, Annie, if you want to talk about the work that you've done with, uh, with the various nonprofits. Okay, well, I'll start with um, my husband and I moved up here in 2004. Uh, he owned the property since 1985 with his ex-wife and uh, he ended up with the property through divorce proceedings and uh, we were going to have to move from where we were living in Escondido. We came up, we looked at the property, we had to do some cleanup for fire prevention on it and um, once we had looked over the property and looked at what we could obtain in our area down there for what we could obtain up here, we decided to move up here. Uh, so we went ahead and cleared the property and put our house on it and uh, proceeded to make it a nice little place to live. Um, he became involved with some friends of his with the Lions Club. Okay. 
and that prompted me into getting into the Thimble Club uh, with uh, Rusty Hedrick, who at that time was the president. We became good friends, and uh, Rusty was also involved in the Anza Quilters group, which she also got me involved in. Okay. Now, Rusty is not a name that I'm familiar with. Rusty Hedrick lived up here for many, many years, um, and she passed away a few years back. She's another woman who's uh, greatly involved in the community then? Greatly involved with the Thimble Club. That was her, and and with quilting, she was what they call a uh, teacher of hand quilting. Okay. Which is a lost art today. Is that something that you do? Uh, I do not do the hand quilting, although she did teach me hand quilting. I uh, did not really get into it because I didn't feel that that was something... I wanted to do at that time. But the quilting kind of goes hand in hand with the Thimble Club? Well, technically, uh, no, but yes, because uh, we do, in the Thimble Club, make the lap robes for the veterans. And we make them to their specifications, uh, which is a 40 by 60 square cut. Uh, non-seamed so that uh, they don't drag or tear or get caught in the wheels of wheelchairs and other apparatuses in the beds. Um, and we make those every year and deliver them on, uh, on or around Veterans Day. Uh, it started out we were making 30 or 40, maybe 50 a year. We're up to making 100 a year now. There's such a need for these lap robes, that, and or there is appreciated at the, at the veterans' hospitals. There is a need, and this is something that we go up and we don't just drop them off at the door. We hand deliver them. Um, the girls volunteer from the Thimble Club to go with us. Uh, we caravan up, and we go room to room, door to door, and hand these robes out personally, and personally thank the veterans. Um, and we do that every year, and we're up to 100 right now that we take up there every year. So how many members are there in the Thimble Club now? It fluctuates and it varies. I'm going to say right now I'm going to guesstimate about 35. Okay. At one time, we had over 100 members up here. But a lot of those people have either passed on or moved on, or because of their age, their children have moved them on. So uh, we've lost a lot of members over the years. And we're always encouraging new members to come in. We, we just love to have new members come in. Yes, I was at the, the luncheon yesterday. Yes. And I did see there was a new gal who, who, um, who came on board, and she must be in her late 20s, early 30s. Yes, uh, Chelsea. We're glad to have her aboard. I right. don't know her last name off the top of my head. Right. But, but yes, you're right. It's good to see someone, uh, not just a retiree who's joining the club, but someone, That's correct. someone uh, young with some energy. Um, uh, I, I think... People think that a thimble club, the only thing that they do is they sit around and they sew. Mm-hmm. And and yes, I understand, you know, the mission with the with the lap robes and the importance of it. Now, you're saying it's not just uh, doing quilting of, of robes, but it can be done with other materials, too. So if you're a knitter or a crocheter, that's something that you could do? As of yesterday, we just started this project. We are now going to make knitting and crocheted lap robes uh, the approximate same size and those will go to uh, nursing homes and what was the repeat that size again it's a 40 by 60 okay 40 by 60 
that's a nice size for laying under to take a nap in the afternoon or to it, it's just a generally good size it's not too big like a bed spread it's not too small like a small afghan or okay. shawl it's just big enough for a light blanket for over your legs if you're sitting outside and it's cool that type of thing all right but uh, as far as the thimble club just being a um, it it really isn't a sewing club it, it acquired the word thimble club back in its early day when it was first established because it started with uh, the farm women when the men would have a project or they would have uh, a barn raising or uh, crops to bring in all the women would go to that farm for the day to help prepare the meals they would bring their sewing baskets with them of all of their mending and uh, what needed to be done uh -huh. So the Thimble Club started in this manner, with the women gathering around a kitchen table with their mending and their sewing. And they, uh, when it, they didn't have their own, they would make uh, layouts for the babies that they knew were coming in the valley. They would make uh, quilts for the uh, families that they knew needed more warmth in the winter. And that's how the club originally started, and that was back in 1906. So it's over 100 years old. 106 years old, 107 I think this year. And is it only women that are that are members or are men also? Yes, allowed? it is only women. Okay. Um, it's not that we say no men can't join. It's just that when they start socializing with the women, they decide they don't want to join. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a paragraph okay. here uh, I'd like to read to you. Yes. And this is what the Thimble Club is about. The Anza Thimble Club is a social and philanthropic organization of ladies serving the community of Anza and its surrounding areas. The organization started by a group of farmers' wives gathering around the kitchen table to make layouts for babies and quilts for needy families in 1912 and has evolved into what it is today. We gather each month for a social luncheon to decide what our next fundraiser will be and to enjoy each other's company. Our goal is to raise as much money as possible so we can distribute more back into our community to help our youth groups and, other, and others that help the community. Each year we raise money by various means, dinners for the community, bake sales, etc. We make lap robes for the Jerry Pettis Veteran Center and distribute them close to Veterans Day. At the end of the physical year, we distribute what we have raised to all the other groups in our community. The Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, Scholarship Fund, Citizens Patrol, Lions Club to help with our annual parade and other groups as needed. Each year the, at the Anza Days, we serve a pancake breakfast to the community and we insist with our local co-op electric company with their annual meeting by serving breakfast for them. Our members are all from the surrounding areas and work diligently to achieve our goals as well as to be social hub for the ladies of our small community. And it's a very active club. Yes, um, that is your copy to keep. Thank you, I will. Annie, tell me if, uh, if I was interested in joining the club, how do, I, how do I find you? Well, we meet on the first Thursday of every month, and currently we are meeting at the New City Outreach Church. Um, on Chapman On Avenue. Chapman Avenue, right. Couldn't think of the name of the street for a moment. Uh, it's on Chapman Avenue, uh, and... Uh, we meet there at uh, any time between 11 and 12 is our social hour, and then we have a luncheon, and then we have a business meeting. 
and any ladies in the community are certainly welcome to come and join us at any time. Or if you know of a member that's that uh, someone in town that is a member, just ask them and they'll bring you to a meeting. We'd okay. love to have any of the women in the community who are interested in joining us. Please do come. We hold a board meeting on the third Thursday of the month, um, and that's just for our board to make final decisions and business decisions uh, and, and take care of general operational uh, expenditures and okay. things. But our, our social meeting is the first Thursday of every month at City Outreach Church. Okay, very good. Anyone is welcome to come and join us. All right. I know in the month of May that you had your second Victorian tea. Yes, Tell me did. about that. Last year, uh, we were trying to think of an event that we could hold that would be um, beneficial and help us raise as much money as we could. Um, the new uh, uh, special events lady, Laurie Knight, came up with the idea of a Victorian tea. She had done one at another place where she had uh, association with, and it worked well, so she thought it would be a good thing for us to try. It was a tremendous success last year. I believe you sold out on your tickets last we year. We did last year, and this year we came close to selling out. We had almost as many as we did the year before, and we made just as much money as we did the year before. So um, we, we made right at $1,500 for the event. Right, so this is not just sitting around and sipping tea at a table. There were there was uh, finger sandwiches not. available. It was served in true Victorian style. We decorated the room in true Victorian style as close as we could with what we had. We don't go out and spend a lot of money on exact, exorbitant decorations. We borrow our teapots from home and, and, and kind of decorate the tables that way with a little bit of flowers and things. Um, the the plates themselves are your typical finger food tea setup. The cucumber and sandwiches. And yes, that, type of, that type of thing. Cucumber, uh, ham and cheese, uh, the the um, little uh, lemon cookies and um, and the little scones and things like that. Right. And, and uh, Lori Knight is a trained chef, if I remember. She is correctly. Yeah. That is correct. She is a chef, so she is very familiar with how to put these things together. Um, so along with just serving the uh, plate with all the little finger foods on it and, uh, and the nice tea that we serve, we also uh, do uh, gift baskets for that we raffle. let people for a raffle, that people can come in, they can take a look at the baskets, go buy as many tickets as they want and put the ticket in, in the bag of the basket that they want. Uh, and that always seems to go over well. They love those baskets. We also have a fashion show, um, and ladies are welcome to buy clothing from this fashion show, and we have some young ladies come and wear the fashions for us and do just a regular little catwalk for us. Uh, we had another lady there, one of our members, had some hats there, some old-fashioned fancy hats and some little headbands and things, so we make it as fun as possible. We had door prizes um, so that we had extra things, and we just kept the event moving all day long, and that really made it a lot of fun for a lot of people. The question is, when are we doing the next one? Hopefully <laughs> next year. <laughs> it will be in spring of next year. Uh, we're looking at a date in April. Okay. And the uh, and I've got to get this correct. 
the Christian church, Christian fellowship church that has the big tent where they hold the, um, the um, yard sales. Yes. They're generous enough to let us use that tent either right after or right before they do their sale so we have a nice place to set up. Um, and, and, and use their equipment. It, it, right. It, it's, a, it's a wonderful setting underneath the, the white top yes, tent. it is. And the weather's been fine both years that, that we've had it, so we certainly hope that next year we'll have another fine uh, spring day to uh, dress up a little bit fancy dressing if you want. Hopefully God and, will bless Enjoy some good, good company and, uh, and spend some money, you know, raise some money for the Thimble Club. That's exactly what it's about. Right. And, and the interesting thing is because the Thimble Club, except for the expenses that you put on, all the money is returned back to the community, again, at the end of your fiscal year when you donate it all back into the community. As you were a witness to yesterday when we yes, had our I, distribution at the luncheon. Yes. And every one of the uh, organizations here in town, especially the youth organizations, we make sure that they get sufficient money every year to keep going. Right. And those donations were, uh, you know, went from a couple of hundred dollars to a couple of thousand dollars right. to to, uh, to the organizations. Absolutely. And in such a small community as ANZA, and as a, being a disadvantaged community, that you're able to raise that kind of money for other nonprofits is just really wonderful. That's our goal. Right. That is the Thimble Club's goal, to be a philanthropic organization for our community. Pika with Anika. You're driving on 371? Well, you're listening to 971. Saturday, August 31st, the Anza Lions Club's Jamboree Berry Cookoffs. There will be water games, a dunk tank, and Jerry Lynn will be there ballooning. Raffles, food, and fun with music by the Barnyard Boys. Don't miss their farewell tour. Berry Cookoff's categories are jam, pie, savory, and desserts. Entry $5, prizes awarded. There will be a Master Chef Junior Berry Cookoff, ages 17 and under. The categories are savory and dessert. Entries $5, cash prizes. Vendor spots are $10. For more info, Mimi can be reached at phone number 760-637-9173 or CC at 951-486-8303. Deadline to enter is August 24th. That's the Anza Lions Club's Jamboree, Saturday, August 31st, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. at the Anza Lions Club Field. That's 39551 Kirby Road here in beautiful Anza, California. Come on out and jam it up. Curious about what the Anza Valley Municipal Advisory Council does? Well, here's a short description of what their function is. The Anza Valley Max serves as an advisory board to Riverside County on matters including, but not limited to, 
public health, safety, welfare, public works, and planning, which affect the Anza Twilliger, Upper Wonga, and surrounding areas. We highly encourage residents to become involved in the local community by attending AVMAC meetings, which are held on the second Wednesday of the month on January, March, May, July, September, and November of the year. The meeting starts at 7 p.m. and are held at the Anza Community Hall. AVMAC members are appointed by the 3rd District Supervisor, Chuck Washington. The current members are the following. Gordon Lanick, Edison Gomez Krause, Allison Rank, Sharon Evans, and Megan Haley. For more information, the website is anzavalleymac.xyz. Heading down the 371, tune into 971. Welcome back to Fika with Anika. And we, we are a depressed community, and there's a lot of, um, how to put this gently, people on the street with drug and alcohol problems and uh, something that maybe a lot of people in Anza don't know is there is help here in Anza for those situations. There How would are, someone find out about that? Uh, they can either call central office of AA Okay. or uh, if they look in the local newspapers, the local newspapers publish all of the AA meetings here in town. Um, I happen to know the schedule. Uh, Monday nights, uh, there's a ladies' meeting at the Lutheran Church at 6 o'clock. They just shut down the uh, Al-Anon meeting for non-attendance, but they're hoping to be able to start that back up again. Wednesday night is an open participation meeting that's also at the Lutheran Church. Uh, the men have their own meeting uh, on Thursday nights, and that, uh, that's out at the Lions' Jim Canafield. So if there's a man know. in town and he doesn't want to go sit with a bunch of women and he, they want to have their own little meeting, the men can go out there and they call it the fabulous men's meeting or the wonderful men's meeting or something like that. At any rate, um, that's on Thursday night. And then on Friday nights, again, back at the Lutheran Church, there's another meeting. And those are all published in our local papers. So anyone in town needing help with drugs, alcohol, or um learning to deal family members wanting to know how to deal with it are welcome to go to any of those meetings just look them up in your local paper or call your call aa and they'll give you all that information very good um i'll make sure that the ansacalendar.com is uh, current with all of oh, those that would be wonderful that would be a boon to the community so after this interview maybe you and i can sit down and and uh, have, if we have a chance we can review what i have there and make any uh, Make sure, make, and right, make sure that everything is current there. Absolutely, and uh, I also am, am, am blessed to be involved in the Anza Citizens Patrol. And we're currently seriously looking for new people to come in. Um, our group has gotten smaller and smaller every year with our members, again, just like the Thimble Club, they're either passing on or moving on uh, because of their age. And, and uh, we need some younger blood. We need some young people. And don't think that you don't qualify because, oh, I had a ticket back when or whatever. Um, they don't care about 
minor tickets, minor traffic violations. Okay, but you do have to pass a background check of some sort. You absolutely sort. must pass a sheriff's background test. But with our new sheriff in town, with Chad Bianco, things are going wonderful. He's really making some strong moves, as was seen the other day here in town. Yes. Uh, to uh, clean up the community and, and all that. And we need help. They need help. So explain what the Citizens Patrol does. I mean, obviously you don't go out and do arrests. Absolutely not. Um, what we do is, is we are the eyes and the ears for the community, and we can relay to the Sheriff's Department what we see in the community that needs attention. If we go by and we see something going on that we don't think is kosher or right, we can call directly into dispatch, and they will dispatch an officer out to check it out. And uh, when you say driving by, if I understand correctly, they actually have dedicated vehicles we that have, are available. We have two vehicles in our possession now that belong to the Anza Valley Citizens Patrol. That's the emblem on the side of the vehicle. So it's we clearly marked, so you're not some creepy no. vehicle just crawling by. And we are required to wear Class C uniforms, which is the exact oh. same dress uniform that the sheriffs wear. Uh, is that provided to you for free, or do you it have to pay for It is provided to us. We do not pay for anything. This sounds like a wonderful program for anyone. So it's kind of like a, a, a neighborhood watch, but but being mobile. A step above. A step above. A step okay. above a neighborhood watch. You're not just watching your neighborhood. You're watching all the neighborhoods. And Can we're you required to have our meetings once a month. The meetings at currently, because we're so small, are being held at my house on the second Tuesday of the month. And anyone that's interested can give me a call. Can I give my phone number? Uh, yes, you may. Uh, they can call me on my cell phone, which is best, at 760-519-6062. If you're interested, I'll give you all the information, and you can attend one of the meetings at my home. And from there, you fill out an application that goes to the Sheriff's Department. And from that point on, they contact you to get a full packet of information from you and do a background check. So other than um, obviously attending a, a monthly meeting, how often is it expected that you have to go out on patrol? You're required to put in eight hours a month. Oh, that's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. It really isn't. And that mm. counts from the time you leave your home until the time you return, if you go straight to and from. So you leave your house, it takes you 30 minutes to get to the station, you get in the vehicles, you go on patrol for two hours, you come back, it takes you a half an hour to drive from the station to your home. That's three hours in one, one trip. Uh, you do that twice and then you, put in you your meeting, you've got your eight hours your in for the month. Hours. Okay. Um, I, I'm assuming it's not just random, you just don't get in the vehicle. You actually decide that we're going to patrol this area at one time and another at another time? Or is it dependent on people calling in and saying, look, we have a problem with uh, uh, creepy people in the neighborhood. Could you please uh, check in on us? Or When we get those calls, work? we call the Sheriff's Department and we let them handle it. All right. Um, and, and there is a number. I didn't bring it with me, but I can provide it to you and you can put it on your community bulletin board. Yes. And it is in the paper. There is a number in there that, that says on our ad in the paper. In the High Country Journal? Yes. That uh, you can call that number and you can report anything. It's okay. better if people report it directly to the sheriff rather than to us. Because through us, it's going third hand. 
And right, and you don't want to put yourself at risk either. You're not carrying a weapon. That's you're correct. just only eyes and ears, and so you're not That's there correct. to to save the day. No, per se. No, okay. no, no heroic, heroic methods. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but but we do uh, involve ourselves uh, in the community. Um, just recently, we had the graduation at the school. We assist with the parking up there, um, traffic control. We were there for the 15-minute program for traffic control. We'll be doing traffic control for the uh, Anza Days Parade. Uh, and so we, for a group of four, you're, you're actually quite active. We are very active. Okay. Even Everybody says, well, I never see the cars move from the station. Well, if we had more people, they could move more. So people, please come and join us. And you could be a day or night shift? Uh, as it stands right now, they would prefer us not to do too many night late shifts. If we do, the uh, Hemet Station, which is where we are out of, our uh, supervisor down there has requested that if we do night patrol, that we do it strictly on paved roads and in the center of town. Okay, so that's rather limited. So okay. we are very limited at nighttime. All right. And in the daytime, we're free to go anywhere we choose to take the vehicles as long as it's a safe road to take them on okay and look around oh. and if we see something that's out of line see a place with animals that are out of control or or too much trash uh things like this we can report those to the proper authorities to code enforcement or, or a graffiti um, all of those things and we have the numbers to call in our vehicles to call those people and say look we're at this address and this is what we see I see. Okay. That's where we become the eyes and ears of the community. It's not just strictly for the sheriff department. It is also for the community. Uh, in terms of territory, is it just strictly and so proper then? Well, we go out. We can go out to Lake Riverside Estates, although we don't go within their gates. We go to the open areas on the opposite side. All right. So of Bradford you, right. Road. So Awanga is not covered by this. Um, and what we, about like Mountain uh, Center? Mountain or Center. Paradise we Corner. we can go into those areas. However, we haven't been doing so. Um, there really hasn't been a need. Number one, okay. and number two, we don't have the personnel to do it. All right. Well, hearing that there isn't a need is very comforting. <laughs> Please let it be that way. Let's not have a need for for that. But in the meantime, um, I think it's wonderful. And again, um, you don't have to be a, a retiree to do this. You could be a, a, a regular working person Absolutely. with a couple of extra hours a week. Absolutely. And, and just to uh, dedicate a little bit of time. You work five days a week. You've got a Saturday you want to dedicate to the community. You can put your time in on the one day or, you know, through the week. you got four Saturdays through the month, rather. Right. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. It, it, you're, there's no requirement for retiree or non-retiree. You have to be 21 years of age. You have to pass a, 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 a sheriff's background check. Okay. That's basically it. We do ask that you, if, if you do come over that you that you're seriously interested that you're not come because we've had some come over and say oh I want to do this because I want to get involved in arrests and things like that no we don't do that nothing hands-on no you're not going to earn a purple heart for doing any absolutely of this. not okay 
and we're not going to wear flat gear and get involved. <laughs> we're going to strictly be the eyes and the ears for the Sheriff's Department of our community. And we help, like I say, with civic activities, traffic control and things. Well, got traffic control for the, the biggest one is for the Halloween. I mean, getting people to slow down going through town. Oh, oh that's, yes. you know, last year one of our guys almost got run over as some guy refused to stop. He literally ran into the stop sign. Oh my goodness, I hadn't heard that. Then oh. he tried. Then he tried. This person tried to say that it was the sheriff's fault. He, he's standing there in a sheriff's uniform, holding a stop sign. Oh my! And goodness. this guy with the mirror of his truck hits the stop sign, and says it was his fault. <laughs> so at any rate, okay. Slowing the slowing the traffic down through town is, is mainly when we do traffic control. The biggest thing that we do, but. Not, not just driving around and looking at stuff. We do civic inter intervention, too. Okay. And, again, this is all volunteer. It's not, it's not a paid position in any way or no. form. Okay. Strictly right. volunteer. All right. Okay. You get the honor of, of having a, a badge that says you are a volunteer for the Riverside County Sheriff's Department. Very so, good. Uh, all right. Well, well, people out there, let's see if we can't get a, a couple new members to the Citizens Patrol. They're obviously, it's a, it's a necessary part of our community, and it's a nice way to, to give back to the community. Absolutely, and it can be fun, too. We have a lot of fun. We have the Sheriff's Picnic coming up the 15th of this month that uh, is going to be held at the Ben Clark Training Center. Um, as our, as our uh, commander put it, he said, your presence is requested. Okay. In military form, that means get your behind there. <laughs> you will show up. You will show up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I take it if you don't uh, fulfill your hours, then then you you're not a member of the patrol you, anymore. You get a reprimand. Okay. And pick your hours up the next month, and if you do that, then you're okay. Okay. It's just uh, we have to have set some barriers and some requirements. Of course. Otherwise, you get people that. Oh, I'll do it next month, and six months later they haven't gone out at all. Okay. Uh, that's not doing us any good. Right. And just for clarity, that that you're available for uh, community events, but you you're not for private parties. People who want to have you, you know, doing traffic control do, for we cannot do private security. Okay, very good. That, I just that want to make that clear. One question: You cannot do private security. But if you're having an event and you notify us. We'll drive by. Good. We'll just observe. And then if there's something that we think is out of line, we'll call it in. Okay, very good. Uh -huh. All right, Annie, I don't know where to take it from here. What other uh, past work do you want to talk about or anything? What are your future plans? My future plans right now are, are just kind of um, in limbo. I just moved uh, my work partner of many years in to live with me. Um, she's in her 90s and can no longer live alone. So she'll be living with me until time passes. Um, and then after that, I don't know what direction I'm going to go in. I, at one time after my husband passed three years ago, I was ready to move to Arizona. Well, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> we need you here. So are a few other people, but at any rate, um, I'm still toying with that idea. Uh, when I when I decide to 
give it all up and, and retire, get in my rocking chair, that's probably the direction I'll, I'll head in. But we'll okay. see. We'll all see. Right. Even my children don't want me to leave. I have a, a son and daughter-in-law that live in Rancho Cucamonga, and they come down every other week or so, um, spend time with me. So, um, you know, it's just good to have family around. It's good to have friends. Um, yeah, and you know, Ansa and Awanga and the, I mean, the surrounding communities up here are so welcoming. They really are, and this is a beautiful community. But what I've observed in the 15 years that I've been here is we've gone from a quote-unquote retirement community area to more of a bedroom community area. Um, real estate people understand that term a little bit more, but it means that people that are moving up here are moving up here because it's less expensive to live up here. Yes. And uh, they can commute to their jobs off the hill and their children go to school during the daytime, so all week long they're preoccupied. Come the weekends, they have their families' uh, activities to do, so um, they don't really get involved in the community. That's right. They uh, just travel the you know the highway back to and from work, and uh, and then we just don't see them at the thimble club or at community right uh, events. So. Um, Hopefully, we're going to be reaching some of that audience uh, through this. Let you know that there's a a, a lot of nonprofits in the community uh, that uh, that need help people to volunteer. Absolutely, things. especially and, the youth groups. There you go. Yeah, the youth groups, the the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, 4-H, um, High Country Recreation. They all need help. So if you've got any kids that are in that age group uh, or qualified for any of those situations, check them out, try and join them, get your kids involved. That's right. If you can't uh, um, uh, find any information in the local uh, newspapers, in the upcoming um, events section or in the community section on these uh, local nonprofits, please uh, send any questions that you have to uh, uh, programming at koyt971.org put fika in the subject line and then put your question uh, in the um, in the body of the text and we will try to address your questions at a later show or returning uh, to you personally I think that's a great idea that we now have this radio station that can help the community grow also because it's desperately needed absolutely have you heard the 4-H kids when they're doing the PSAs for us? I haven't, but I, oh, I really wonderful. need to. I really need to. Yeah, definitely turn on your FM dial. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're interspersed with the with the, the music programming. You'll hear the wonderful 4-H uh, kids that uh, have really learned to become uh, personalities on the radio. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. And and that's what this, this is all about. Our, our community needs... To come together, and we need to t to uh, repair some of the ripped fabric that we've had from our past. That's right. And put the community back together again. Yes. So we're community powered. So. Very much so. Okay. Well, thank you, Annie, for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. I hope uh, I've put some messages out there to help the community a little bit and. Uh, Hope we get some response for some of our needs. Absolutely. Don't be surprised if I call upon you again. 
Absolutely not. Great. Happy to do so. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for this week's Cup of Fika with Anika. Tune in Wednesdays at 3 p.m. and a replay on Sundays at 1 p.m. If you have any questions or comments for me or my guests, please send an email to programming at koyt971.org and put Fika in the subject line. Enjoy the rest of your day.